Hello, welcome to my King James Bible Sermon Podcast. Please consider donating 490 New Taiwanese dollars, which is appropriately 17 US dollars, to me every single month, so I will work hard on my podcast to create my best podcast content. As my token of gratitude, I also will send you through your email, my monthly updates unique and dedicated A4 size ebooks in PDF file format every single month with your monthly donation. Please check out the information in every podcast episode description. Thank you, and have a nice day. Please donate to me if you enjoy listening to my podcast. Thanks. Why should anyone pray? Prayer is a serious business, perplexing and difficult to focus for every Christian. I heard my friends and people in churches constantly complaining. They often feel bitterness, frustration, and even tempted to leave their church and even give up faith in God because of unanswered prayer. They said to me, why should I pray? If God is all-knowing, then why he never answers my sincere prayer? Why do I have to tell God everything repeatedly? And how come in the Bible God seems always answer people's prayer speedily, but now is inconsistent? I deeply believe that even a profound Christian preacher and all born-again godly Christians will ask the same questions again and again during their struggling lives. From my understanding of the Holy Bible, God teaches us that we should pray without ceasing, due to our Christian identity, as well as we need to repent of our sins and confess to God. We must examine ourselves to keep the foundation of faith. However. The Bible at all times specifies in great detail the correlation between prayer and answer, why sometimes does prayer never gets noticed by God and receive any answer? Waiting for God's timing is the key, and not only doing so, but you also have to submit your way and will to Him until the answer and outcome arrived. For example, you are asking God for a fulfilling job, and God is waiting to see if you meet the requirements as I said earlier, however, you have no patience to seek God in his silence, you go your way to find a job on a newspaper listing, and finally disappointed. Don't let your way block God's way at any time. Parents of sick children pray and cry out unceasingly to God for recovery, College graduates keep sending many resumes praying to God for employment, and hope that the outcome will change. However, all they have experienced is only rejection from their lovely God. Christians all over the world have an intensity of powerlessness. Life seems to have begun losing faith and hope. My God, my God why hast thou forsaken me? They shout out. God will never reject a heart that has reconciled with him. On the contrary, Satan will prosecute any sinner living in sin. Skeptics criticized that Christian prayer has no meaning and is like talking to nobody. In my unique experience, all the way back from an atheist to Roman Catholic and to a Protestant, I finally reconciled with God and turned out to be a born-again Christian. 
and have a personal relationship with God. During the conversion process, my struggles are serious, painful, and sorrowful. Let's talk about the following example. John 15, 5. I am the vine, ye are the branches, he that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit, for without me ye can do nothing. King James Bible Authorized Version To say that you are a Christian only because you go to church regularly is not enough to prove it. To be a Christian is to follow Jesus Christ and serve him during your lifespan to seek the kingdom of God's purpose, not your purpose. Can you show me proof that you are serving God for his cause? Yes, I do. Somebody raises his voice and said. How? I replied. I have attended a volunteer program at a church, a praying group. One said. I am a pastor of my local church. The other said. Very good. But that doesn't relate to Jesus Christ's commands. I replied. Let's find out what is the commands of Jesus Christ. It is to cast out the devil, heal the sick, raise from the dead, and help the poor and needy. Also, cover those naked and give a home to the homeless. Finally, teaching people to observe what Jesus has preached and train them to become his disciples. Has any one of you done that completely? I have three simple reasons why we need to pray to God. 1. We desire to re-establish a relationship with God. 2. It benefits our day-to-day -day Christian living. 3. We need to pray for the urgency of changing the unfair and unjust world. 4. We must act. Praying to God without acting on our part is to tell God that we are incompetent to serve God in solving these issues. Some pastors, like Drive, Charles Stanley, said that we only pray to God and let him do the job. Or we don't need to act according to our prayer. These kinds of preaching are more than dangerous and give place to Satan. This apostate pastor is indeed very unreliable and self-centered. His mindset is to tell God to do the dirty job while becoming too lazy to serve God for the purpose. Any lousy complaining simply is not acceptable. To those lazy unprofitable servants. God already said that he is waiting to see any warm-hearted who are willing to be responsible to carry out what Jesus Christ's ministry was doing for the ugly world. Like our earthly parents, who always enjoy spending time talking with their children, our Heavenly Father wants to hear from us. Furthermore, God longings to have His will for this earth be done just like He will be done in heaven. Unfortunately, it cannot be done automatically unless we all submit to Him. God wants to assign authority to his disciples through godly prayer requests to be justified. So he can intervene on this earth and bring his will to pass. Therefore, we need to pray for the kingdom of God's sake. Praying involved in communication with God includes listening, discussion, discernment, and thanksgiving. It is very inferior for a Christian to pray only to ask for something from God. Building an excellent relationship requires always connected communication.
your relationship with God will never improve without good communication. Pray to God never waste any time. It is a nice investment to connect your spiritual frequency to God and have a true relationship with God. You will be sensitive to hearing from God's instruction and always keep yourself connected with God. Also careful for any demonic influence to attack your hearing from God, Satan wants you to treat him as the Heavenly Father. When you are living in difficult and adversity times, you will be remembered to focus on God and not somewhere else. To have an effective prayer, you must humble yourself before God, obey what He said, and not exalt your self-will. Receiving direction from God is the most valuable gift you can get. If you fail to seek God's help, you are looking for trouble because you will fall into the devil's trap and be destroyed. And if you pray to God daily, it will help you honestly meditate on your current situation and confront evil with Holy Ghost's power. You know that God has foreknowledge to know everything, including your life. Moreover, we cannot become so egotistical to consider only our benefit. We have to pray for nations and other people around the world. Many people have many needs unmet. Through prayer, we can start to help them as much as we can do. God is currently doing many things all in a split second. We must not doubt God's all-powerful ability. We are incompetent even though someone can have an IQ level of more than 200 when compared to God's almighty power. In the end, I must say that if you don't spend time praying, you will miss a great opportunity to live a truly Christian life and receive God's immediate help on time. Remember, God doesn't want us to be any church members, but to be a disciple of Jesus Christ. What distinguishes between church members and disciples of Jesus? Church members only pray and don't know how to act to help to solve problems, but the disciple of Jesus knows how to pray and act at the same time. To be a certified disciple is not about having yourself enroll in a class in a church, but to be chosen by Jesus Christ alone. He will equip and train you more than enough to make certain that you are qualified and he will also walk with you all the pathway of your life. God bless. Goodbye. Thank you. Hello, everyone. Today I'm going to talk about the Bible. Let's look at the Old Testament. Ecclesiastics, chapter 12, verse 13 and 14. In the King James Bible version. 13. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of men. 14. For God shall bring every work into judgment, with every sacred thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. The following is my 
meditation the Holy Ghost has given to me to be a Christian is nothing about going to church every Sunday or not. It is about how you live your life which consists of the Holy Scripture. In this chapter, the preacher Solomon wants us to fear God all the time. Fear God means to respect, to reverence what he has said and treat it seriously more than anything else. Please be aware that our flesh is indeed the most evil and self-pleasing devices. Flesh will try to put us first dis disregard disregarded about other need. Flesh is always seeking pleasures and benefits. Flesh always loves itself more than anything else. Our flesh is a wicked, rebellious factory that God knows about in thousands of thousands of years throughout human history. God punished human beings not because he is a moral monster, but it is about our sin that God hated the most. Can God always love us disregard of our sinful life and even condone us? No, God is the holy God. In order to have a fair God, he must love good and hate evil. He must judge us accordingly. People who are going to hell or already in hell are the end result of their evil doing. God must put actions against it, for his character is holy. God will test us and see if we are hypocrites or not. And so by doing, he can be certain that someone really has the real faith or not, just or just part of thinking. Do we really love God? Yes. If we also love those homeless, poverty, and starvation, and to those who are afflicted, I have seen many Christians who go to the church every week on time and never be absented. However, they don't seem to have compassion and love. Those fellow believers, they pay tithe to a pastor as their pastor told them to do, that it is God's will for each individual to support their church. But unfortunately, Church is just overfeeding those greedy pastors, greedy pastors' appetite to allow them to have a higher and a higher income. I have seen the community surrounded of the church full of poverty and low-income people. How, how come Christian love pastor 
question of pastors, but never love those low-income neighborhood. I wonder if they just go to church as a sort of social club. Only those social club members get all the benefits, and outsiders are just out, out of luck. Jesus Christ never pleased himself in any time. He traveled by foot, not by driving BMW, BMW or Mercedes-Benz. He doesn't stay at a fancy hotel or a fancy apartment. I have seen many pastors who are always begging for a raise of wages and self-indulgence of fancy vacations. Do you really fear God? No. Do you really be conformed of the Holy Jesus Christ? No. People are still pleasing themselves at all times. Christian has full comprehensive of the whole Bible, but doesn't but it don't add as anyone they don't add as anyone who is also practicing the biblical knowledge and the order. Please be certain that God will judge any churches that is disobedient. God will bring any ungodly works to judgment. If you don't care about it or unbelief, please just wait for it. It will come in back to you. Your sin will find you out very soon. God will first judge the church, then any pagan infidel. If we truly fear God, then we should all know about, know that God is powerful enough to know any secret works of good or evil, because He loves good works and hates evil doing. We are supposed to do everything justly, and to love mercy, and to walk humbly with God. He will chastise his true children of God if they don't wrong. Anyone that are still practicing sin will be punished. If anyone who claims that he or she is a Christian but never be chastised by God is a liar. God doesn't know you. You are a bastard. I have seen many brothers and sisters in church constantly seeking more advantages and promotion over the other. They are all kind of evildoers, to evildoers and not children of God because all their lives are full of darkness and evil. To fear God is nothing about the law, but the requirements of requirement from God if you want to be his children. People trying to evading try to evade the responsibility not to obey God's word and say that it is law, not grace. Christians are not supposed to obey law, but the grace. Let me tell you why is grace. What is the true meaning of grace? Obey God's word and do what he requires of you to do. Then he will forgive your past evil doing and sinful lifestyle. This is so called grace. Grace is nothing about 
that God condone your wickedness of disobedience. This is the end of my episode. Thank you and take care.